Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome back to Rise from the Dead podcast. I'm your girl, Ash, a.k.a. Ash to Ashes. And for today's episode, I'm joined by two of my loves. I have Tamon and Devante. Say what's up, y'all. What up? Hey, everyone. Yay, I'm so excited to have y'all on. Tamon, you were just on, like, what, two episodes, maybe? I can't remember. It should, it wasn't wasn't that long. (laughs) No, it was like an episode and a half ago, you know? Episode and a half, episode and a half. Yeah, (laughs) right. He just he he can't get enough, so he had to come back on. And then Devontae, this is your second time back on the show. Second time, yes. Yes. Back. Yes, guess who's back? Back. (laughs) But yeah, so what have y'all been up to? What's new? What have y'all been watching? Uh, what's new, you know, since I haven't talked to you in so long. I know. <laughs> um, what, what am I watching? So I've been watching some older stuff, not older stuff, but I watched The Mist the other night. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, mine I've too. I've watched The Mist for like the past month. Uh, the uh, TV show or the movie? The movie. Oh, uh, yeah. It's so in the mess. Yeah. <laughs> That movie and stressed me out. Oh, it's stressful. And the ending is so depressing. It really is. I, it, actually, it's really a gag because I was dying laughing when I seen it. Oh, I wasn't. <laughs> uh-uh. I was yelling. <laughs> like, we need one more bullet. Right. Because he was so ignorant. And because of that, she just had that look like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your uh, favorite character in The Mist? Oh shit! Uh, you know what? I don't think I had a favorite character in a mess, and that's that's yeah. the first. For me. <laughs> I don't think I, I think I'm in the same boat with you. I, but I did think that um, the army guy who had the crush on the cashier was cute. I did. So, try. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Right. Um, I enjoyed the uh, preacher lady. She was so funny to me. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. Oh yeah, she was it. The whole movie. The book calls for blood. <laughs> you, no, but you, it has nothing on Tara's mom from um, True Blood. Oh man. <laughs> Can we get those two in the same room? Oh, oh my just... God. Let's go to the sermon. Let's, let's go to the <laughs> church service. It's gonna be on and popping. All right, oh. I'll bring my purse full of peppermints. Okay. Please. <laughs> <laughs> when that lady, the blonde lady, she played, I think she played Andrea on Walking Dead. I'm not uh-huh. that member. She slapped her and she wiped blood from her mouth. She said, Look, another down payment. <laughs> <laughs> she was a lunatic and I enjoyed her. And, but other than that, I watched Poltergeist 3. That's actually one of my favorite franchises. Poltergeist is. Ugh. I have to be, yeah, I have to be in the mood for it, especially the first film, because it's just, it's still a tough watch for me. Like, I've seen it multiple times. I've seen all of them. But I just, I can't be the type of person that's like, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch Poltergeist. Like, uh. (laughs) You know, when I was younger, I was like that. I was the kid who would touch the TV and be like, they're here. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Actually, when they were in the building, right? 
the th- yeah, they were in the, uh, I don't, I actually that don't was know like, what kind of building that was. That was like the apartment building or something like that? It was, or? It was uh-huh. a whole bunch of stuff. It, it was like a mall, it had a pool, had a, it was a whole bunch of things. Yeah, that was, that was my favorite poltergeist. Yeah, okay, the second one is mine. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite. Outside in! <laughs> Outside in! Uh-uh. I'm <laughs> Gina is the MVP of all. Okay. I I jump sometimes, but I'm more of a screamer. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, ah! <laughs> oh, I, I, I would do it for you right now, but I would hate to blast everybody's eardrums. Oh, please so don't. You know what? I can, I can only imagine the scream right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And oh. so uh, half of it is fear, and the other half is just because that's what you do in a horror movie. Um, whatever. I don't think I ever watched a movie that made me scream. There are a couple movies that will make me jump, but I'm just like, like, just watching horror movies in general is just so soothing. I'm just sitting on the couch like, huh, okay, that was good. That was a good one. Okay. <laughs> but I oh, know, yeah. um, what was that? The last movie that made me jump, no lie, and I, I don't want to say I feel embarrassed by saying this, but it was the latest Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Okay, I'll talk to you later. This is uh, really fun. No, I, was, I okay. agree, because that was trash. It is Ultimate. trash. It is trash. But some of the scenes, I'm like, damn, like, okay, like, I wasn't expecting all, like, I think the one scene that got me was, like, towards the end, and Leatherface did what he did with the one character, like, snatch her up from the car. I was, I was not expecting it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that either. I was honestly annoyed because I was just like, really? Like, we had to go there? I, I was annoyed also because I was still watching this movie. I was like, come on and end because I know nothing else is coming. Let's do it. Come on. Well, it looks it. like we're going to get two more um, entries in that franchise. They need to know. Who's If Jessica Biel's not in it, I don't want to talk about it. I mean, I I've said this multiple times on this show and on kill the dead but it's like the problem with the texas chainsaw franchise is that we just can't get one like good story like we don't know what timeline we're on they try to Mm -hmm. do this timeline they keep doing all these like hop like these jumps and stuff and like with this latest one it's like did y'all have y'all ever seen a texas chainsaw movie they got the kills part right but they got the kills yes but what they did with sony's Okay, I'll say it right now. What they did with Sally's character pissed me off. Who is Sally? Sally. I don't even know. Cause we right. This is the first fucking movie. And then in this movie, she's just a, a weirdo. You know, I hate <laughs> to say that, but she's a weirdo. And she's dead. Right. They. I was just like, really? You Friends know my name. a lead. You have to have a lead. I just... And, if they could... If they can save themselves from this entry, then I'll have I'll have some type of hope. But with that whole franchise in general, I just I'm like I'm just watching it for the kills at this point. At, Forget at the storyline. What storyline? Like they, <laughs> they have certain ones that are good. Like the one in maybe it was 2003 or something. It was with Jessica Biel. Oh yeah, Amazing. like the remake. Yeah, the remake was really Amazing. good. Amazing. Amazing. The next one that came out was with Jordana Brewster. Oh, um, the prequel. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. Sure. But after that, the one with Trey Songs, I, which I watched this year, 
Don't get me started on that one. I wasted my $5 on a Tuesday with a friend of mine. Because we're like, ooh, Trey. We were like, ooh, Trey songs. Ooh, 3D. You know Center. I'm like, what the fuck? One, I must say, I, I, I thought it was decent. It could have been worse. But it was definitely oh, better yeah. than the reboot that just came out. By far, for sure. Do your thing, cuz. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Give her this little pendant, and now she's a fucking social fan. She's a serial killer, too. <laughs> Thank you guys for this movie. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to that, Phil. That Uh-oh. franchise needs a lead or at least a continuing storyline. It needs like a, if we're going to do two more entries, hopefully they'll follow this last girl that we don't care about because we don't even know anything about her. <laughs> the one with PTSD, her. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Um, I don't think they should, <laughs> they should just stop it. Seriously, because I feel like every time they touch it, they only make it worse. I agree. Well, maybe they can pick up because if you watch the post credit scene, we see Leatherface approaching that farmhouse. So maybe they could do a story where homegirl's Tesla dies because it ran out of electricity and she gets stuck on that farmhouse and she has to deal with that uh, shit. Sure. <laughs> something. Because I'm like, you're in the middle of like rural, like Texas, and you got a smart car that needs to be charged. Ridiculous. Where are you going to charge your car at? Hope me... it's a hybrid, love. <laughs> Ooh, anyways, let me stop because I'm getting stressed. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so how about a little game before our movie review? Love. <laughs> so like the last episode with Mike and Bobby, I quizzed them on their movie release dates. Oh, let me get to my laptop. My uh, uh, no cheating. <laughs> Turn on your camera now. I'm just oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. The pressure. Let me see you in all your glory. Yes, because that's what's happening over here, too. <laughs> but yes, I have several release dates with some clues. And um, y'all just... If you know what it is, just shout out. If you need a clue, say a cl- say clue. I don't care, but yeah. And whoever I, wins I'm has slightly confident in this. Yeah, they're not too bad. Yeah. And the winner gets bra- uh, bragging rights. <laughs> oh, nice! I love I'm, that. I'm getting that. All right, let me make sure I got a piece of paper to keep tally. All right. Alrighty, y'all ready? Ready. Alrighty. First one, November 9th, 1988. Clue. Y'all ready for a clue? Please. (laughs) Fireplace. Fireplace? What kind of Christmas? No. It's a popular um, franchi- franchise. In the in the 90s, you said, or the 80s? 88. 88, okay. So the born. first film, the first film came out in 88. Well, and it spawned out to an, a, a pretty successful franchise. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nope. 
Oh, it's not Firefly Smith. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Clue. Red hair. Not Black Christmas. This is this like a known movie or no? Oh yes. Um. Oh wait, 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 Night of the Demons. No. Okay. Friday the Thirteenth. Nope. Oh. Clue. Okay. How can I say this without? Uh, okay. I'm, I'm stuck between two clues. Um. A toy. Child's play? Yes. yes. <laughs> Wait, I didn't hear it. Say it again. Child's play. That, oh, you know what? Fireplace. <laughs> you stupid bitch. You're going to be slut. I'm going to be doing that. Don't fuck Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I, I wouldn't have never gotten Child's Play from Fireplace. Yeah, for I that mean, whole scene. I should have said Burt Crispy. That should that, that would have been a good one. I can't, red hair. I can't believe I didn't get it when you said red hair. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Number two. July 14th, 1999. I know what you did last summer. Nope. I still, I still know what you did last summer. Nope. Uh, clue. Maryland. It takes place in Maryland. Um, um, wait. Blair Witch Project. Yes. No! <laughs> when she said Maryland, I got it. Yeah. Damn it! Okay. Damn, damn. That actually really scared me, and I had to leave the movie theaters early. So I didn't what? see the ending of that movie until it came on VHS. I need to revisit that movie. I know I was bored with it. There's actually I, another one that's coming out. I know. Mm-hmm. They're they're planning on rebooting the whole franchise. So I'm like, maybe I'll go back and watch all three of the films. But I, I just be bored with it. Uh, they, I thought those films were good. I was dealing with trauma at that time. I was a, a child and I was experiencing trauma. And I was like, something's happening with my mom. I gotta go home. And so right. I had to leave. Immediately. I was, uh, yeah, I don't know what I was going to do. watched it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Number three. October 17th, 1997. October Whoa. 17th, 1997. You said clue? Yes. Uh... Epic chase scene. I know she did last summer. Yes. No, they came. Oh, yes. <laughs> you, you know what, Tamon? Listen, we know you were ready to say that answer. <laughs> uh-uh. Epic chase scene is the only thing I needed. That's the only thing I needed. Yeah, the other clues I had were hook, haircut, and note. I would have got it with those two. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All righty. Number four, October 12th, 1989. October 12th, 1989. Clue? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Psychics. Psychic. Nope, not poltergeist. You said psychic? Yeah, psychics. Okay, no, another clue. Hotel. Psycho? <laughs> no. <laughs> what year was what was the year again? 1989. October 12th, 1989. Um, and this is okay. actually one of my favorite franchise. Really? Okay. It's one of my favorites. Okay, cool. No. Even though that is my that's my number one favorite franchise, but no. So you lied to me. I get it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so far I said psychics. Hotel, and your next clue is Tiny Terrors. Puppet Master. Yes. What, what, what'd you say? Puppet, <laughs> Puppet Master. You know what? You only said that because you heard me. I didn't hear you say anything. Hey, Mom, just be honest. You heard me sing my answer. It's fine. All I know is it's three to one, and that's all I got. For you. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Move on. I think I got this. All righty. Mm-hmm. Number five, September 7th, 2007. Final destination. No. No. Can't <laughs> Mardi Gras. Ooh, it's Mardi Gras. Uh, yeah, Mardi Gras Swamp Tour Venom. Nope, that's a good one. Okay, Tavon, I'm proud of you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. You said September 7th, 2007. Yep, September 7th, 2007. I hear a laptop, I hear them keys typing. No, you don't hear no laptop. Swamp tour, Mardi Gras, and then next clue, mm-hmm. a supernatural killer. Jeepers Creepers. Nope. Is this a known movie or no? Uh huh. Is it a franchise? Yes. <gasps> oh my god. Can we have one more clue, please? Um, brutal kills. Oh my! Are you really <laughs> okay? Um, uh, let's see who's in it. Um, oh yeah. Oh my gosh! Let me see. Um, because if I it's said the nineties, no, two thousand seven. Oh shit! I should definitely know this. Two thousand seven in New or- in Mardi Gras thing. Supernatural killer. It's not Jeepers Creepers. It's not. <sighs> when the uh, hell is that still out? No, that's let's later. see. Um, Dion Richmond is in it. Dion Richmond from Scream 3. Is this a good Uh huh. Oh, God. I definitely fucked this one up. Think. Remember. Remember when he remember. Tony Todd. Oh, oh, it's not House of a Thousand Corpses, is it? No. Is it Rob Zombie? No. Kane Hodder. Candyman! No. No, what? 
That's right, I got excited because it's New Orleans. And I was like, oh God, yeah, it's that. But it's not. Kane Hodder, that played for that play, that was Jason. Tony Todd. I've said Final Destination already, and you said no. So um Scream season three. Uh-uh. <laughs> Supernatural deformed killer. killer. Is this Hatchet? Yes. Okay, so I don't judge me, but I I've never really gotten into Hatchet. <gasps> me either. I just, Sorry. I've seen a little bit of it, but you know when you said um when you said um what's it called? Oh my god, Party Girl, Swamp Floor. No. <laughs> Where was Daniel Harris, man? She was in the second one. So no, this was when, just the first one. Oh, she played you, Mary, Mary, whoever her name is. Kane Hodder. I, I, I knew it wasn't Friday the 13th. Um, but I've never really gotten into Hatchet like that. But I'm not, I'm familiar with his movies because he's done like Hatchet. Um, I remember he did Charlie's Farm. That was really weird. Old 37. Oh, yeah. But he played a lot of movies where he's deformed anyway. Right. Yeah. Good job. All righty. So we got Tamon with a total of three and Devante <laughs> with a total of two. All right. So we got two more. Number six. God. May 6, 2005. May 6, Clue. 2005. Siblings. It's a remake. Friday 13th. Uh-oh, you know what? Stop it. <laughs> it can still be true. That was 2009. Okay, siblings, a remake. Are they, are they One more clue. Road trip. Joyride. Nope. No, no. Candy. Oh, that's the same movie. No. Jeepers Actually, that doesn't count because it's like so many horror movies <laughs> within that time were all about, you know, road trips. Um, because um, I can't say this person's name because it'll give it give it away. Okay. Um, 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 melting house of wax. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I almost put. Paris Hilton, but I was like, I, no. I was waiting on one of those answers. And I was, going, I was thinking about Robert Richard. I was like, maybe they'll get it. Yeah, we would have got it with all of those. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that is perfect because we got a tie. Oh. Well, you know, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, y'all ready? Yeah. Go. Tiebreaker. Duh, 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 duh. Okay. April 26, 2002. Clue. April 26, 2002. Clue. Liquid nitrogen. Soft. Huh? Soft. No. No, what no, 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 no. Jason X. Yes. <laughs> I would never forget that scene because it was so infamous. <laughs> <laughs> It was so <laughs> I would never forget. Oh my gosh, I'm choking. 
Oh man! I think it was rigged, honestly. I'm a cheese clacker. Yeah, no, I never forgot that scene because I, I thought that was so crazy. I don't remember that movie, but I don't I don't like Jason, so that's a thing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry to that man. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's kind of you. Yeah. I'm known to be kind. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm stressed out and I'm angry. Breathe, breathe. Take a shot, breathe. Nobody oh, that's a good option. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nobody's there. That's a really good trooper. <laughs> All righty. So for today's episode. We're going to re, uh, be reviewing the 1981 film, Hell Night. Ooh. Yes. Directed by Tom DeSimone. And he actually directed a film that holds dear to Mike and Bobby's heart, which is Reform School Girls. They're going to kick my butt. I know Mike's going to kick my butt because <laughs> he's not a huge fan. Well, he said he likes the movie, but... The movie stressed him out. But yeah, he directed Reform School Girls, Angel 3, The Final Chapter, and he also directed four episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. Yes. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I know Freddy Ni- Freddy's Nightmares is on TV, and I have yet to watch it. You're okay. It's okay. You definitely don't have to. You know what I think of it? That's something I have been watching. Yeah, I know. I've been hearing some things about it. I just, it's on my queue. So I'm like, maybe after I watch my shows, I'll catch on to that. I love that. So for the cast, we got Linda Blair. Queen. I I love her queen, yes. Mm -hmm. Playing Marty. Peter Barton playing Jeff. Vincent (laughs) Van Patten as Seth. Suki Goodwin as Denise and Kevin Brophy as Peter. I love Denise. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, was she was ready. She was definitely a vibe. Yes, she was. <laughs> and I love that one scene. She's like, I got narcotics. Yeah. <laughs> she pulled up that dress and this slip and she was showing this flask. She pulled up some coke and some pills. Like, come on, uh, good night. Well, but Peter was like, oh, you you grew accustomed to the American way already. She just like, hell yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I looked at her like that too. <laughs> Especially when he was like, I'm going to the John. And she's like, the John? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the premise behind Hell Night, uh, four college pledges are forced to spend the night in a deserted old mansion where they are stalked by a monstrous survivor of a family Ooh. massacre years early. So I know, Tamon, you, uh, after our our last recording, you brought up this movie because mm-hmm. you feel like this movie doesn't get talked a lot about, talked about a lot, so. It does not. Yes. So how did you come across this movie? Like, what was your first experience with Hell Knight? Do I have to be honest? Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I would be so, Tamon. <laughs> Th- thank you, thank you. <laughs> 
Honesty is the best policy. Yeah, I have integrity, so sure, why not? <laughs> well, I just watched this movie for the first time. Ooh. And it, it came across my crew, my my, uh, my screen. I was like, is that Linda Blair? And then I read the premise. I was like, wait a minute. A sorority fraternity movie that I have not seen in horror? Sign me up, because that's my <laughs> genre. That's my little area. And it's a slasher, so thank you. <laughs> so after, when we record, I was like, you know what? That would be so fun. <laughs> it seems like it's a good movie, and it was something. It was funny because you're like, have you seen this movie with Linda Blair? And she's like, I'm like, oh, Hell Night? Like, I knew it, like, right off the bat. You did. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Devontae? Like, is this your, was this your first time watching the movie, or have you seen it before? Um, you know, it's so funny. I slightly remember the movie um, because, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Linda Blair. Um, she's She's just adorable. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly... It was, um, I guess you could say it was, it wasn't my first time saying it, but it was my first time really getting into it. Yeah. Like, like actually focusing. I really, like, remembered, um, you know, a lot of what happened when I was younger, but no, it's so good. And I'm addicted to 80s movies. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Cause like, just like both of y'all, like I'm a huge Linda Blair fan. Like, I hope one day she gets back into like the horror conventions so I can finally meet her. Like, I don't care what anyone says about her. I'm gonna go see her. And we're gonna bond over dogs, okay? But over dogs. <laughs> over dogs. Because she's a huge uh dog lover. She has a a rescue and everything. So I think I'll be fine, but I would love to meet her one day. So like like I was saying before our recording, like anything with her in it. I'm going to watch it. Repossessed. Yes, I got it. Love it. Heretic. <laughs> Exorcist. Ooh, that, ooh, ooh. That's kind of pushing good in it. that one. I mean, yeah, I, I still watched it, but it uh, was still. I mean, we know what that, we know what it was given. Or not given. <laughs> Fun fact, Linda Blair, you know they're relaunching the Exorcist uh, franchise. Yeah. Uh-huh. They greenlit three movies already, and Linda Blair has not been um, approached to be a part of it, even though her mother. I know. Is in it. How dare you, Blumhouse? See, that's oof. And we get the first film next year too. So yeah, the same people doing Halloween is doing this. So they're, once they're finished with that, they're going to do a new trilogy with Halloween. I keep hoping that maybe. It's like hush hush, and she does appear like maybe in the second and third film. But yeah, she she said it multiple times that they have not reached out to her, but she wished True. them all the best. Now I'm like, how the hell do you are you gonna have an exorcist without Linda Blair? Hello. Like, and I know um listeners, if you have a shutter account, this is not sponsored. Um, there's a show called Cursed Films and the first episode of the first season is the the uh they're talking about the Exorcist. Uh-oh. And Linda Blair, some of the cast and crew, they're on it. They're talking about their experience. I know that her experience on that movie is kind of is kind of hard. Like there's <laughs> still there's still some things that she will not discuss yeah. from filming yeah. that movie. Yeah, you know, especially because remember there was actually a death that occurred too when they filmed that. Right. 
what you signed up for. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was really just thinking. No, 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 no. What was that, Mr. King? <laughs> All I said was that Linda Blair had back pains from that scene when uh-huh. he, uh, the bed was shaking a lot. She was literally really screaming for help, and no one said cut. That's yeah. child abuse. Uh huh. Yeah, that's she what really I was. said. But yeah, I'm just like, hopefully, see, that's why I have a love hate relationship with Blumhouse because they be they be pulling this uh funny shit right there. Like, come on, but she's problem with that. Oh, I I be on Twitter calling his ass out all the time, and I have fun with it. But the craft, the craft. Oh, if you get on Twitter every now and then on a good day, you'll catch Mr. Blum post tweeting. Tweeting some dumb shit. Like okay, like what? Please fill me in because I'm in the Blumhouse. What's the one that really? Um, what was it? Was it like the beginning of the new year? And he's like, I have some things on my list that I would like to accomplish for the new year. This is just me paraphrasing it, like just like the cliff notes of it. And he listed it, and I'm I'm just like, how about more inclusion in your uh, production company? Please. It was just it was just Please. a bunch of dumb shit. It was like, oh, I think it was like on the bottom of the list was inclusion. <laughs> and I was and I, I said like, should that be the number one thing on your list? But my just, issue is the craft and yes. Halloween kills. I actually like Halloween kills. <laughs> I actually really enjoy like the Halloween reboot. I thought they did an amazing job on that. Really like it. Because you have to think about Rob Zombie fucked it up. I'm sorry, Rob Zombie. But I just really feel like all of his movies turn out to be the same. Uh-huh. And I feel like he never puts a lot of thought into them. I feel like oh. he takes <laughs> and I start to get annoyed. And he uses the same people for all of his films too. His wife and a couple of his dearest friends. And I'm just like, yo, this this has to stop. <laughs> Now, I'll like say, say... Oh, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> I'm actually a fan of the first Rob Zombie Halloween mm, film. Mm, mm, I'm mm. a fan of it. The second one, now that's where... He tried that's, it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they tried, tried it. it. No, I will give him that. The first one was really good. The second one is what fucked up the franchise. Yeah. That's why people have to take it and redo it. Yeah. Because I'm like, where I... the hell a white horse come from? Listen, I'm so sick of them talking about Lori Strode's trauma for the last 50 years. We get it, okay? She sees white horses now, whatever. Um, (laughs) But that first Rob Zombie film, I would actually pair that challenge, the greatness of that and the original Halloween. Okay, okay. Not saying it's better. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the conversation about how both of them have very strong story beats uh-huh. Um, and I thought that Annie Brackett's portrayal in the new one by Daniel Harris was just amazing. Amazing. I love and Daniel Harris. Oh. Me too. That's why I'm at a Blumhouse too. You know what? I How think that's you? why I'm so upset. Nobody has asked her to come into any of the reboots. Rude. Rude. And there's and plenty. Really like, if you want to be honest, I really felt like that should have been the first choice for Jamie's daughter. Granted, I love Judith. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think she's amazing. Um, she actually acted better in Halloween than I expected. However, uh-huh. 
I do really feel like they should have gave it to Danielle Harris just because she's a huge part of the franchise. Exactly. Um, well, exactly they're still, they can still add her in because in the first film, Lori states that she had two failed marriages. Well, the, the podcast, the journalist said that. They're like, yeah, two failed marriages. So Danielle can easily be brought back in. She could be a child from her, like, second failed marriage. Yeah, uh, based on her well, mental state, he wouldn't have custody. Yep. Well, honestly, because if so, then Danielle would have been younger than um than Judith. So he, I think I, I see her being a part of the storyline. Um, and she hasn't given any type of hints that she had anything to do with this movie. She's she's been pretty vocal about them not asking her at all. Yeah, she's been vocal about that, which is probably an issue. But I do think that she is uh, getting ready to do a project with Blumhouse. I would love it if they actually, after this trilogy, they do another trilogy starring Jamie Lloyd. Woo. I'll be burnt out, but I'll still watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm already, I'm already burnt out because I didn't like Halloween Kills. Um, I, it was it was a lot of kills for sure, but the story, <laughs> the city going evil, and I just didn't like it. Well, it you got to very... think of it. It's the second film of a trilogy. The second film is always going to be the middle iffy. one. Yeah, it's always going to be in the middle. I mean, it's in the middle. It's going to be iffy, but at the same time, it's that movie that's going to start bringing everything together to help conclude the story. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was a fan of got to see, you know, Tommy Doyle and Lindsay and you know Yeah, I yeah. I really enjoyed the chase too. You know, I really did because they all teamed up trying to, you know, save the town and save Lori and protect her. But I will say I really felt like the end I was not too satisfied with. But no. um, you know, I <laughs> What can I say? But I, I do want to say I appreciate the fact when she took his mask and ran, I felt like he really chimed in to Nick Castle, the original shape. Mm. It was the walk. Mm. It was the walk for me, that infamous walk. I, I, will walk, say that walk. Has, <laughs> I will say that Blumhouse has nailed the terror factor in, the, in these movies because in Halloween 2018, when the reporters were you know, stopped at their rest stop and they and they were in the bathroom and they had their little scene with Michael. That was terrifying. Yeah, she was like, I'm so, going to take a shit. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. I'm take a shit. <laughs> no, she's and, like, I'm going to the loo. <laughs> and then you, you're you sitting here watching your friend get the shit beat out of him and you're just, get out of there. But it was so intense. And you know, Halloween is known for those bathroom scenes. Mm-hmm. So it was so intense and I really enjoyed that one. Um, but for me, Ram Zabi delving into the mental health of Michael Myers was interesting, <laughs> and his trash of a stepfather was interesting. Ooh, um, yeah. So yeah, I I really enjoyed that one, and I, like like you said, I'm a huge fan of Danielle Harris, and she was just spectacular in that as Annie Brackett. Yeah, when we get the conclusion of her character in the second film, I was like, you know what? I oh, am that done. broke my heart. That broke my heart, and it was scary. It was that was terrifying because they they didn't even show it. It was just the sound effects and what was happening. It was just a lot. I still get a little. Oh, 
when Andy Brackett, Daniel Harris uh, died in the second film, when she had on the blue robe and Michael Myers just popped up in the kitchen after, and she's like, uh-uh, we just, we got to pass through you. Not you know what? I, I mean, was freaking out on that part. Me too. And you know what's crazy? It's like, I actually, so don't get me wrong, like, I still felt like the second one was good, what fucked it up with the whole white horse thing. Yeah. But I I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe she's going to die this time. Like, this time he's like, bitch, I got you. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I've been waiting on you. Can we talk about the scene where her dad finds her body and like the whole flashback when she was a kid starts to have? Oh man, I'm a Heart wreck. Broken. I'm a wreck every single Heart time. And, um, that was uh, that was Chucky, right? Uh huh. Brad Dorf. Yeah. Brad yep. Dorf. Brad Dorf. Perfect casting. The two of them just iconic. Oh yeah. All right. So. Oh, and they were also in Urban Legends together. Oh, they were. And that was way before. Ooh. Nice. You did, yep. Urban Legends to have one of the boringest final girls ever. But anyway. <laughs> I second um, that. <laughs> I second that. The final girl is really Reese. The, uh, Loretta the Vine. Uh-huh. You know what? Let's not talk about that one. <laughs> and I love Miss Loretta, but let's not talk about <laughs> it. Okay. I'll back up. I'll back it up. All right. So our little tangent. So let's get back into Hell Night. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but that's okay. Hell Night. Alright, so the reception of this movie was actually mixed, uh, but it did develop a huge cult following uh, since its release. And get this, this one's kind of zombie out. I'm kind of shooketh. The film was nominated for a Razzie Award. And listeners, if you're not sure what a Razzie Award, it's like the Oscars for the worst film, the worst actors. Like, if your movie was shit, you're nominated for a Razzie. That woman <laughs> actually got one. Yeah, so this movie was actually nominated for a Razzie for worst actress for Linda oh, Blair. Damn. Really? They nominated Linda Blair. And I've, and I've seen this movie multiple times. I'm just like, I get that her character was kind of stressful at times, but she did not deserve a Razzie nomination. The disrespect. The disrespect. So I just, I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was like there. Were, I have notes about for her facial expressions. I'm like Reagan, pull it together. Like you need to. You are. You're a whole adult now. You are not Reagan. Pull it together. Not Reagan. See, and that's great. That's I, I'm glad you brought that up because after like filming this movie, Linda was like, you know what? I'm getting tired of people thinking of me of some little girl, some like. Um, playing a victim in these movies, like I'm ready to show the show this world, like, yo, like I'm a serious actress, I'm a grown woman. So she went ahead and did a photo shoot, uh, a very adult photo shoot, and unfortunately, that came with some consequences. So instead of being taken as a very serious actress, she's been, she since then was getting like, um offers to be in like B-rated films. Yeah. 
Yes, I actually remember that. That's when she, um, I hate to say this, but that's when she kind of sexualized herself to break that image. The same way that um, um, Miley Cyrus had to do to break that image of Hannah Montana. Yep. Yep, you bring up a good point. I'm just like, uh, which sucks for, I mean, I mean, she did what she had to do, which sucks, but it's like, she's a pretty damn good actress. And it sucks that a person has to go through all that, just be taken seriously. It was also the 80s, so. True. I get it. I mean, now her doing that photo shoot would be celebrated. Yeah, and then she was dating, um, um, oh my gosh, I just zoned out on his name. Um, oh my gosh, Rick James. Rick James? You didn't know that? No. <laughs> what about Rick James? Linda Blair and Rick James dated. Oh yeah. Listen, listen, listen Linda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what did they date? They dated... Um, yeah, it was like back in around the same time she did that photo shoot. And she uh this is like just me reading off the trivia. So like after she did that photo shoot, the people were like asking her questions and she's like, you know what? I just think Rick James is just very sexy. And um he found out and he was like, you know what? I like that. They started date they dated for two years. And yeah. um his <laughs> song Cold Blood it was about her. And yeah, they really, they, they really loved each other. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I, was, I, I was, would have went for Lionel Richie for some reason before Rick James. I actually second that, but <laughs> I, they probably had some hot sex, drug induced hot sex for sure. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's the eighties. That's what oh, everybody oh. did. Okay, I'm sure. Uh-uh. <laughs> so with the opening of this film, it always it always kind of, I want to say freak me out, but I always get like zoned out because the movie opens up with a girl screaming. Like you get no type of, you get no type of warning or anything. It's just like you hit play and then you just hear ah! um, <laughs> So uh, we're we're at this college costume party um, for Alpha Sigma Rho, and it's called Hell Night. Everyone's dressed up. They're get, they get it turned up on the dance floor and everything. So then uh, we get four new pledges. Wow. And they have to spend the night in this mansion. And so there's like, there's an urban legend. So of course you have to have an urban legend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they have to spend a night at the Garth Manor, and it was once owned by Raymond Garth, who murdered his wife Lillian and their three deformed children, <laughs> um, Boris, Margaret, and Suzanne. Um, and Garth had a fourth child, but come to find out, his body was never found, or was the body of Morris. So the legend states that both Morris and Andrew still lurk the mansion. Uh, so they get to this mansion. They're like, y'all got to be in here for like six hours until uh, sunlight. Have fun. Good luck. 
So throughout this whole movie, we're pretty much following um, was it Peter? Peter and his crew they rigged the mansion with like booby traps and like and um, jokes to like freak out the pledges. So they're like, haha, there's like a ghost following you, which was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, is that CGI? I don't think they had CGI. What is this? <laughs> they did something for us. Right. <laughs> so um, I have to add, I want to ask y'all, what were your thoughts on our four pledges? So we have Marty, Jeff, Seth, and Denise. Because we pretty much followed them for majority of the film with some of like the the other characters before they get killed off. Um, so I, I like a good force foursome in movies, and I, I like like I know what you did last summer, uh, Halloween H two O. Give me a good core group of people, you got me. That's one check mark. Then they're in sororities or trying to pledge a sorority fraternity. That's another check mark. And Denise. Um, is one of my favorite characters in this movie. <laughs> um, you have to have that, you know, 80s horror, the blonde, pretty one. We know what's going to happen to her. Right. However, we we just have to see those characters. And she she fulfilled that checkbox with the blonde, pretty best friend very well. So I right. Like I, I like um, the, the four. Because we do have an interesting dynamic between the four characters. You have Marty, who is, like, from, like, the dialogue in this movie, you can tell she comes from, like, a lower-income family, and she just, she makes sure she uses her uses her resources. She's very, um, what's a good word? Like, she... Crafty. Crafty, there you go. Um, and, and book and uh, street smart. You have Jeff, who comes from, like, a privileged background. Who is just yeah. like, uh, he's just, you can tell he's just trying out for the sorority because to like impress his father, it'll help build connections he can use later on after graduation. You have um, Denise, like what she says, she's the, the, the promiscuous, heavy drinking, having fun, pretty blonde girl. And then you have Seth, who is like the stoner and the surfer. So you have like these four different personalities in this mansion for like six hours. Very true, very true. You got them down to the T. <laughs> <laughs> but I, re- I really did like this whole dynamic too. Like none of the characters I was really annoyed with. Because uh, when it comes down to it, like when shit hits the fan, and they're like, oh shit, like this is not a joke. Like there's something actually happening in this mansion. Like they they come together and try to figure out how they're gonna get the hell out of this mansion. Even though Marty, like for majority of the film, she's like, I don't want to be by myself. Ah. I'm like, girl, <laughs> you better <laughs> run or something. Uh I was honestly, I was more so annoyed when they kept trying to look for Denise. Y'all just seen her damn head. Why do you keep on looking for her? He told y'all she's gone. She's dead. She's dead. They're like, well, maybe Denise is in here looking for us. No, she's not. <laughs> she's gone. She's done. Like, so did you guys act like? I guess we didn't see what we saw. I, 
So I'm assuming maybe we're supposed to feel crazy as the audience. Yeah, I know, like, with that whole scene with, like, the, um, where they discovered the head of, what was that other girl's name? She was helping to rig the the mansion. She's one of the, um... May? Um... May, yeah. Yeah, May. Yeah, so it was like, (laughs) Seth was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. There's a decapitated head in my bed. Like, I want no parts of it. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Denise is gone. <laughs> I'm about to go. I may be high, but I'm still smart. So <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> I was waiting for something actually to happen when he started climbing up the gate. Yeah, oh, that whole scene was intense because I'm sitting on the couch like, oh, please don't cut yourself. Oh, I hope he makes it. Please. <laughs> I'm like, don't get impaled, sir. Take your time. Everybody just relax. Be yelling at me. Let him crawl up here so he can get up here. Oh, it Linda gets me. Out- <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Linda Blair got on my damn nerve that entire scene. She was just about to have a panic attack, and she's not even going climbing up the thing. Thank I was just about to say that. She's like, help me up. I'm going to go. I'm going to try. I'm like, girl. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Help me up. They even said, where are you going? You know, she can't make it up the, over there. <laughs> wow. Wow, guys. <laughs> Seth took off his boots. He's like, toss me over my boots. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he yell at him? So yeah. To the ground. Hand me my heels. <laughs> <laughs> but he hit it. Didn't he hit it all the way into town? No, yeah, it's not. He- yeah, he he was not playing. He took off. He was like, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna be banging, uh, banging all these doors." Oh shit! There's a police, a uh, police station. I'm gonna try my luck over there. So, unfortunately, so. <laughs> but how did you get the gun and get out of the police station and nobody saw him? He it's was fast. Yeah, I'm like, okay, it's sick. nobody's doing the job. It's I true. It's the fact, right? It's he was high on those narcotics. When you're high on those narcotics, you can do anything. You're a superman. <laughs> Listen, but I'm, I was off for him and Denise getting it in, okay? They were mm-hmm. about to... they were having a good-ass time. I was like, okay. Get it, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I was... <laughs> Denise had all those party favorites, but everybody else was downstairs. It was just for him, her and Seth. So you know they were messed up in that room. <laughs> And I love how like they like she didn't sugarcoat it. Like Denise didn't care what anyone said. She's like, "Look, I got these things. I'm gonna have a good time." And I love That's how no one stopped her. Yep. Listen, yeah, Denise, like, come on. when she got this, she's like, "Listen, um, we're going to this room. We're gonna fuck and get high, and I'll see you in the morning." Yeah. After <laughs> when we cross this fraternity, maybe I'll date you. Probably won't. <laughs> All right. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Not a long time. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. So, before it takes a little while before we get into our kills. So, the first person to get killed off, we uh, was was May. Yes, it was May. So, so we have like Peter. May and uh, Scott, and they're rigging the whole house, right? 
So this scene cracks me up because so Peter is off doing his thing. And so we're with May and Scott and they're like walking outside of the mansion. And um, May trips over like this hole and she's like, who put this damn hole here? <laughs> uh, the way she said it just got me so weak. She's like, what kind of shit is that? So which later comes to play because with May's kill, um, Andrew grabs her from the hole and like drags her and he lifts her up against the wall and decapitates her head. Out of here. And her facial expression, and it, it cut so fast. It was like chop next thing. <laughs> Who was next? So was it Scott? Yeah. Scott was, yep, Scott was next. So uh, Scott is next to get axed off. He's on top of the roof. And uh, how did he get killed? Was it the, uh, oh my gosh, how you say it? Uh, he wasn't the, was he the one that got hung or was it the pickaxe? He got hung. Okay. Yeah, so he gets hung, um, and that's how he gets out gets, of here. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see, Peter, um, he uh, he's trying to flee. He sees uh, Scott's bodies hanging there. He's like, oh, hell no. Nah. And so he's trying to run, and he runs into, like, a nearby, like, hedge maze. And he discovers there's like a second uh second person doing the murders and he gets a uh, murder by I cannot pronounce this one. How do you say it? is it scythe? Yes. Okay. So he gets impaled. And then um so it takes a little while because this movie is almost like it's like what an hour and forty minutes. It's a pretty long movie. It is long, and nothing happens for a long time. Yeah, and I think that's probably one of my cons about it. It's like, if they could have just trimmed some of this unnecessary stuff, I'll be okay with it. Because I did notice myself getting kind of bored. Yeah. Until stuff starts getting picked up. Yeah, pacing is the issue in this movie, for sure. You know, I would have started this off with like showing the murder of his kid, his family. Like a, a a nice flashback. Yeah, like it feels like it's present, but it is a flashback. That's that what was, I, I do love me a good flashback. Okay, <laughs> just to wake the audience up because after that, dumb shit else shit happen. I enjoy a, a good flashback as well, especially when you're trying to figure out like the whole origin of the story. Mm-hmm. So, um, we it takes like we said it gets it takes a little while before we get to our next kill. And um, and our next person to be killed off is Denise. Unfortunately, um, she's in the bed. Um, and one one of the killers gets her, and they just they kill her. We don't see what happens to her. She's just until until like later on in the movie where we discover her body at the table with all the the family corpses. Um. And then I had some fun with Denise before he killed her. <laughs> I never thought about that. I mean, she was in her bra and panties, and he was just staring at her before he did anything. And I'm sure he hasn't got any in a very long time. Ooh. In an so. absolutely 
<laughs> exactly. Last pledge class, they got they passed by. <laughs> but yeah, so he probably got his life with Denise because the way she was looking at the end of the movie. Yeah, it, yeah. Oof. So our favorite character, Denise, gets killed, and then when we were talking about the whole uh, Seth. He finally gets to the police station. He's like, yo, there's been a murder. They're like, you know what? I'm getting sick and tired of you college uh, kids always pulling all these uh, these pranks. It's not funny. You're not the first person to say there's been a murder. Like, fuck off. Can I say something? Yes, you may. I think it's a staple in horror films that the police are absolutely idiots. It's, it never fails. The police are either assholes or they're complete idiots. Oh, and yeah. They pretty much gave me both in this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's like, you can see the dude is, like, in a panic. He has, like, a cut on his arm and everything. And you're just like, get the fuck out of here. But that says a lot, huh? It (laughs) says everything. Yeah, it says about um, how they view that the fraternity. And they have a reputation. And I also feel like this is a very small town, like a college town. Uh Uh-huh. That's actually cool. You can sort of discern that from those little interactions. And I can uh, I can understand why the police officer was getting annoyed because this must be a yearly event that happens. Because <laughs> he even brings up the fact like your little friend Peter, he keeps I'm getting tired of these hell nights. He's always fucking up stuff. I'm he like, knew the president's True. name, my first name and shit. So like <laughs> they they be causing trouble for sure. <laughs> you yeah. know what I really admit about Hell Knight is that it actually um, it actually has some jumpy parts in there, I will say. Yeah. I and, that, and that's one thing that I appreciate, especially for it to still be as old as it is. I appreciated the fact that I was still kind of like nervous and, oh my god, who's next? What's gonna happen? Oh yeah, like that one scene with um, Jeff, I'm oh, sorry, Jeff and Marty, they're in that bedroom and they're like just consoling each other. And, like, if you look at the background, you just see, like, this figure rising up from the ground. <laughs> and it's one of the killers coming from, like, the secret, like... Um, compartment. Compartment. I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, what's crazy, I noticed that don't, he, like, grabbing a lot of faces. Every time he seems to kill somebody, he seems to grab their face. I'm mm. like, just the thing with seeing their face or touching it or something... I mean, or it could be like, like with his, uh, like with his condition, he's probably like, you know what? I'm getting tired of seeing y'all. <laughs> like, it was definitely him. something because I noticed everybody's face he grabbed. I'm like, all right, now what are you gonna do now at this point? You're stressing me out. <laughs> Maybe he's used to doing that because he's he's seen he grew up, you know, with all these deformities in his life. So maybe he said, fuck it, everybody's deformed. He just grabbed everybody by the face. Very true, Mr. Kane. (laughs) (laughs) So, we get Seth coming back to the mansion. He's like, I'm back. Oh, well, first he's like, oh, I killed the, I killed the guy. I killed him because he gets the shotgun. And when he gets back to the mansion, he gets attacked. And he's like, I killed him. It's okay. Everything's cool. Uh uh uh, cause he gets his ass. He gets he gets killed. He gets shot up. 
And that scene is actually really jump uh, scare right there. Like he's standing there, he's cheering the next, you know, he gets snatched up and shot at. And dead. And dead. So that leaves us with Marty and Jeff. So damn sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah Jeff sure. is injured because he actually gets he fall he fell down the stairs and he like twisted his ankle. And so he's like a lot, I won't say a liability, but he's just struggling at this point. Yeah, he was struggling. Uh, so they're like running out and they uh they're trying to escape the house. Uh, they find a way to get out, and Jeff's like, Marty, escape through the window. It's okay. And so, like, before he even tried to follow her, he gets snatched up and gets thrown off the balcony, and he's dead. Yep. Disappointed once again. I just knew. I just knew that we were going to have a couple coming out of this thing. Not at all. I was like, they could have they let him live. Come on now. Nope. Gotta go. See ya. So Marty, she gets uh, she's trying, she's running around. She discovers more bodies. She gets the car keys. She drives off, and that's not before uh, Andrew jumps on top of the car hood and punches his fist through the windshield. He's trying to get her, and she's like, "Oh hell no!" Nah. And so she runs into the gate, and Andrew gets impaled, and he dies. And I guess all this excitement just worn out. Marty, because she passes out, and then the next morning she leaves. Yep. And that was Hell Night. <laughs> and that it was, was and that was Hell Night for sure. Yeah, so I've always wondered, like, with the the ending of this movie, like, did she make her way to the police station? And if she did, did they believe her then? Mm-mm. I don't think so. I think they still felt like, you know, because they're college students, that it was just all a prank. Unless she'd be like, y'all come with me now, I'll take you there. And she takes the cop car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you know what would have been a really good twist? Is if, if, you know, I thought about this and I... uh, I thought it would have been a good twist if they were like, listen, every, like, at the end, Everybody came out laughing, and it was a huge, big joke. But then yeah. at the end of them, all of them got slaughtered. See, that reminds me, uh, spoiler April alert, Fool. if, yep, April Fool's Day, how yes. that all played out. And that movie pisses me off. I'm sorry. I'm, yes. like, one of the few people that do not care about that movie. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like that? I actually enjoyed it. It's a okay, so it's a fun movie. But wait, we have to figure out which version because there's so many. Um, the eighties, no, the OG, version. the OG, not that nasty, crappy two thousand seven, whatever year that was. That was shit. Honestly, Ooh. I really don't remember that one. Or the BET, BET version. Oh God! Or the no, straight to no. Walmart DVD urban I, selection. That would be a little decent. <laughs> <laughs> that was somewhat decent. Uh uh-uh. uh. So yeah, but um, trying to come up. But I agree with that. Would have been a cool twist at the end. Like, haha! Like it was a joke. Is it? Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> but did they get killed off? 
and then they all get killed off. <laughs> so what would be okay? So let's do like pros and cons of it. I know we like we touch we touch base on a lot of things with this film, but like if you have to choose one pro and one con, what would it be? I, I'm gonna let Tamon go first, just because <laughs> I need to really think this through. Yeah, you know, just one pro because I I have a few. Okay, go ahead, spit them out. So like, I I like that it has an urban legend. We uh-huh. said that in the last uh, thing that you and I filmed about hell, not hell night, but um, girls night out, yep. girls night. Yeah, we like a good urban legend. I love the fact that it's set in the college town sorority fraternities that that just really my soft spot and it's a slasher um i i like how they made us like the characters the ones that we actually cared about like um denise um i like how they got right into like uh, dialogue with the cast Even, my cons are the pacing was trash it too much uh time passed about anything happening that's upset substantial not even any like stalkerish things you know, like they actually, he can see you in that his house or whatever. Nothing happened um, until the middle of the second act, in my opinion. When Denise died, that's when it really mattered. Um, yeah, that's my that's my biggest. Con- oh, and I hate to say this, the the final girl in this film, I I didn't like her. Oh, you took what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. I'm Definitely sorry. took my answer. <laughs> you know we have the same list. You know how I, we do. <laughs> right. Yeah, I really agree. I pretty much agree with everything you just said. Um I love a good slasher. I do love a good urban legend. I like the kills because oh, yeah. if you look at it, this is like a home invasion movie. They had no business going into that mansion. And do what they did. So Peter and his crew deserve what they got. Come on, don't breathe. Uh, uh, but for like our core four groups, our our core four characters, they didn't deserve all that, any of that. But um, I agree yeah. with that. I really like the characters. Denise is that was my favorite. Um, yeah, it was. This movie is pretty long. It does get boring. Like I said before, I caught myself um, checking on my phone, playing around like on my phone while watching this movie. But at the same time, like you can do all these things, but still can jump right back into this movie without missing much. Really good, like late night movie. If you have nothing else to watch and like, it's like one of those movies, like when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, let me find something to watch until I get tired again. Yeah. Yeah, because I I'm not gonna lie, like I definitely did do that last night. <laughs> <laughs> I fell I fell asleep after like rehearsal and, and working hard, and then next thing you know, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, oh shit, let me watch this, and and that's what I did. Hey, I, I don't blame you. We're all human, <laughs> right? I fell asleep on half of it, and then I had to go back and finish watching it. I did fall asleep on some of it, yes. I did, and I had to um go back. Linda Blair, take this hair out of this bun. I'm sick of uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. 
<laughs> it was part of her but costume. That would have been good if she would have gave us some hair action. Yeah. Sick of it. But yeah, like following along with what you said about our final girl, I did have some issues with her. Mm. Even though I'm a huge Linda Blair fan, I felt like Marty, like with how how we're introduced to Marty, we're we're think like pretty much told like she's book smart. She knows how to use her resources. Like none of that came out. None of that came through until the very end when she's trying to get into that car, like to start that car up. That's the only thing we get from her that's helpful. And I'm just like. Ugh. If damsel in distress was a person, yes, she is that person. She yes. she 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 looked like and was dressed like the princess from Mario Brothers, and that's Ooh. what I think about her. That's what she was given in in this film, Princess Daisy. I think that's her name. We're told to. Peach. Sure. Don't talk about Princess Peach. In the movie with John Leguizamo, um, her name was Daisy. So, uh, I, I forgot about that damn movie. I am obsessed with that movie, by the way. <laughs> obsessed. So, how about we get into some ratings? Mm. All right, so out of five, um, what should we rate this out of? Five bags of narcotics. Yeah, five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> five, five bags of coke. <laughs> that's horrible. Okay, that's so funny. Okay. What do y'all rate Hell Night? Who wants to go first? Wait, I have a question. Yes. What is an example of a five? Because I think my numbers are skewed. What is an example of a five? <laughs> so I can know. Like, five is like, hell yes, absolutely best film. Well, I won't say best film ever, but really good movie, no issues. Huh? What is your five? Uh, <laughs> uh, a five for me is like, damn, why are you putting me on the spot? I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to gauge. Sorry. Like, good rewatchability. Um, the okay, story of I, it. Uh oh, you said screw. Yes, yeah, screen two. Yeah, there you go. I understand. Or I'll be biased. Um, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, The New Blood. Um, <laughs> good one. Yeah. Uh-oh. Can you tell me what happens in that one? What? Don't do this, my friend. No, 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 no. to me all the time. And then we'll come back and talk about it. Yes, please. <laughs> Let's please. I'm sorry. We'll talk later. Oh. Don't. Because <laughs> that okay. Oh Lord Jesus. Okay. So out of five bags of narcotics, <laughs> what do you rate Hell Knight? Tamon, since you always got something no. to say, you could go uh, first. Oh, oh my god. Um a 2.5. 2.5 out of five. Okay. And should it rise from the dead or stay buried? Honestly, it could definitely stay buried, but if someone said we're doing it in a fun way, I'm I'm for it. Okay, okay. And what about you, Devontae? Out of five oh. bags of narcotics. 
I'll give it a, a solid three. Um, because it wasn't extremely bad, you know. I thought it was still entertaining. Um, I think if it was a reboot, it would definitely like be really. Um, I would I, love. I, yeah. Wait, oh, sorry. I, go ahead. No, say that. Go. What, what oh no, say? I was going to say like I really would like to see like a remake of it. Like maybe if sci-fi get their gets their hands on it. Oh, I can no. see it. Sci-fi will fuck it up. Really? They've been on the roll with some of their movies. They've been pretty decent. I feel like when they're doing sci-fi movies, but this isn't a sci-fi movie. It's a horror movie. No, like sci-fi channel. Right. That's what I'm saying. Sci-fi does not do good with horror movies. They do (gasps) actual sci-fi movies. And sometimes that's even cheesy. Chucky was on sci-fi. The TV show. <laughs> it was it was on sci-fi and what was that other channel? USA. 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 Uh-huh. You better take back that comment, Devontae, because we're getting a bring it on horror movie this fall, okay? A bring it on horror movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? At this point, I think I'm done with horror movies. If they do <laughs> that, I'm fucking done. We're back in the 80s. What you talking about? What do you mean? Oh my God. A bring it <laughs> horror movie is going to be shitty. It seems pretty promising, though. I don't know anything about it. It's, um, so from what I read about the premise, um, there's cheerleaders. They just decided to do, like, oh, my God, I think they were, like, practicing their routine at, like, an abandoned building or something like that, and there's a killer. Yes. Are there some type of, like, cheer camp in in an abandoned building? Or competition, something like that, but there's a killer getting their asses. So, okay, Cure Camp seems that makes that feels right for this type of movie. I don't think they should name it Bring It On. Um, only because I just feel like it takes away the essence of Bring It On. And secondly, like, that's like, for instance, like the show Scream, the series. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I- was a really good series, but I don't think that it should have been called Scream. They should have gave it a different title. Yeah. I can see where you're going with that one. Uh, Especially season three. <laughs> don't, we don't speak of that. We don't speak of season three. <laughs> I, I thought the TV show was okay. I trashed it every single week it was on. Um, but The first I, season was good. I thought the first two seasons were actually good. I, we watched them a few times, and they're still good. I, I loved you know, all of them. I, I thought they were really good. And I was actually excited when they brought Kiki Palmer. I thought that was a really, really... The last season was the best one to me. <gasps> I, I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but I really felt like when they brought in, um, first of all, Biggie's son, he's in it. Um, yeah. So to see Christopher Jr. in there, see Kiki Palmer, I actually thought it was really... It brought back the essence of Scream. I felt like the the other seasons didn't. The first two seasons, it just, it didn't give me screen, but it was entertaining. Yeah, I just, I might have to go back and um, and rewatch that series. If I could, I, 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 I can always find it. I it to be rewatched, seriously. I, I thought the third one was the best season, honestly. And all of them were really good. But, yeah. I, I didn't like the motive or the plot. Other than that, I thought the cast was great. I felt like the last season gave us scream. It was more like, okay, 
this is what I'm talking about. Like somebody who's just fucking deranged and just felt like getting back, getting back at someone for something totally stupid. I get what you're saying. Unlike the other ones who were more like a, um, a love story gone bad. I was confused. Like I wasted my time and I (laughs) my time back. So like now I'm just fucking like, all right. It is what it is. Uh, The opening of season one was amazing with um, with, Bella um, Thorne. Yeah, Miss Bella Thorne. I can't stand her, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was the perfect addition for the screen series. Honestly, I really, I wish she would have had a bigger role, but... Yeah, you know. agreed. But she was super popping at that time, so you know the rules of Scream about celebrity kill. But yeah. I will say Dion, having a male lead was more interesting, because I didn't like Emma. Um, I loved her friends, I didn't like Emma. But Dion I, was a good, I like Dion. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Sure did, and I like Kiki Palmer. You know what? She gave me everything I needed. And I like the twist at the end. I thought that was really good. For sure. Kiki is actually... We'll talk. Okay. Wait, wait. You didn't even tell us what your rating is. You, you said a three. Oh, yes. Yeah, so should it rise from the dead or stay buried? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Me? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you know what? I would rise it from the dead. Honestly, only because Ooh. it has a lot of potential. And mm-hmm, it's an 80s movie, it was still entertaining compared to some movies that are just coming out that are pretty shitty. Like, um, uh-huh. Tom Massacre remake, excuse me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I enjoyed it personally. I don't think it's something like I would like go crazy and like consistently watch, but because I have a big thing for 80s movies, it would be something I would probably like watch again just to like see if I missed out on anything. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. So my okay, so out of five bags of narcotics, I would give this uh I would go ahead and give it I'll I'll give it a three. Um I was gonna say two point seven five, but I'm not gonna be extra like that. I'll just round I'll just round up to three. But yeah, it's a it's a fun 80s slasher film. Um and we all know like during the eighties that's when like everybody and their mamas was releasing movies. There was just so many movies coming out in that whole decade. So there's so many like films that were hidden and a lot of people are aware of. So I feel like this will be a fun movie to pop in like maybe like during the Halloween season. Like, if you're making, like, your list of movies you want to watch, you can add that on here. Yes. Um, yeah. I do have issues with the uh, the pacing of it. But, I mean, it's still a good time. You, you, you The cast is great. Um, the urban legend, the kills were awesome. And, yeah, um... If there's any way we can get like a remake, a reimagining of it, I would not turn that down. I, I'll be all for it. And I, so I say it should rise from the dead. Yeah. Rob Zombie. Oh, no, you didn't. Wait, Rob, wait, what? <laughs> wait. Let's rewind. <laughs> Did you, you said Rob Zombie should remake it? 
imagine the fun he would have with like the backstory and those disfigured kids and the wives. He would have so much fun creating and and he would fuck it. for us. He would fuck I don't it. Think so. I'm sorry, like I'm I've given up on Rob Zombie. I just really felt like until he proves his worth to me, I'm I'm I don't know. Like I just felt like he's losing me because his stories are not selling me anymore. It's the same shit yeah. as I think it's in the same time zone. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that, that is true. Um, he does have a, he's in a vein that he stays I'm, in. I'm sorry, right now, and you guys can disagree with me, but I, I know we had said what we said about Blumhouse, but honestly, they're in the lead right now with horror movies. They're fucking Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're picking yeah. up reboots from left to right. Like, we're about to get a reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street with Robert England one last time. Has that been confirmed? There's been talks about it. Uh, Jason feels like he can actually pull it off and get uh, Robert back off for one, for one last film. So, and Robert's on the court. Yeah, so... He has one more in him. Yeah, so if Blum can pull it off, I'll, I'm, I'm here for it because that 2010 remake was just... It was horrible. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, y'all. Everybody gives that movie a hard time. No, it, it Choices were made. Choices. Everybody from it was the fact that, first of all, the way he looked, it wasn't, we knew it wasn't Robert. That was a chop. That was a chop. Yeah. That's the thing. You cannot, you have to be very mindful when you're reading a movie like that because it's not a person who you can just throw a mask on. This is a face. Robert England is the face of Freddy Cougar. So when we see that and we don't see that it's him, of course people aren't going to respect it. That honestly, was the most disturbing part for me during the whole movie. I didn't, I couldn't really get into it because I don't see Freddy Krueger. I just see some, some knockoff. Yeah, and then I it was like it. the final girl in that Terrible. movie. I did Terrible not like man. her. I I wasn't feeling her. I really wanted Katie, Katie Cassidy, Cassidy to be the final girl. And the way That's they played that man. off, they they played our, with our emotions with that. I was like, oh yeah, she's going to be our final girl. Uh-uh-uh. They're like, screw that. We're going to uh, switch her off with Rooney Mara, or whatever that girl's name is. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was her. Which I'm not really a big fan of. But. No, it's just in general, yeah. She's really dry to me, but uh, to be fair, if Blumhouse said Blumhouse, if Deadline said Blumhouse and Robert England come together for a Freddy reboot, it's over. It's over. It is over. Whatever y'all give us is going to be probably amazing. I think it's going to be really good. Um, I think the thing is with, with Jason, I think where he's on a roll is he takes his time before just doing these films. And mm-hmm. he really, like, you know, he, he tries to dissect it in a way where, like, what can he do to add or pay homage to it? Um, you know, hence why Jamie Lee Curtis even signed on to it. Jamie Lee Curtis, first of all, she's not going to go to anyone's Halloween movie. No. Facts. So Facts. Her and Nev Campbell are both scream queens, and they both agreed to getting signed on to doing these yep. reboots for the simple fact that the movie was well thought of. Now, I wasn't as crazy about this scream movie, but I thought it was really good. Um, it. I'm still on the fence about it, but I will say as far as Halloween, I, I definitely appreciate it how much time they put into Halloween and um, the final product of it. I mean, I know we all have our differences when it comes to Halloween kills, but for me, 
like that was very entertaining to see the continuance and um and i'm and i can't wait to see the last part of it yeah that's Great. why I, I really love because there's there are some fans out there they're like why are we doing all these remakes and all that stuff yes some remakes are questionable yes some remakes are like not the best but at the same time when we know that there's going to be a remake that i feel like remakes help bring in new like generation of horror fans you're absolutely correct and i I absolutely love that so like but i honestly feel like all right it's time to stop just always focusing on remakes oh yeah i agree yeah like uh, well okay not the remakes but let's stop picking let's stop recycling the movies that we know people see every fucking year let's get some some reboots of movies that people don't talk about uh-huh. you know like that would be so good like all right ashley you know how i feel about um Wes craven's um deadliest friend oh yeah that was <laughs> oh, made that yeah i or feel better- like remade vamp and still use grace jones and she Ooh. still looks the same we're still you like you're not the only person that feels that way like myself and like some of my other friends were like okay if we could just get a vamp like reimagining remake with lapina nyong'o in it like if we could get that all yes. together and then grace jones yes please like we need something i, I don't girl think from lupita i feel like honestly they would use tiana taylor before lupita Oh, we can add her in there too. We can take those. Two. <laughs> we'll start a petition. What's the yeah. girl's the lady's name who's in chewing gum? She's just got added to the <gasps> Oh, oh. She's an amazing artist. Oh, yes, she is. She is. But you know what? I I don't know if I could see her like that, but it would be interesting if she could pull that off. I would I would not um be against it. Michaela Cole? Michaela yeah. Cole. And that's her. That's how her character is in Black Panther, which should have been Tiana Taylor. It's funny that you said that. Yeah, I uh, you know, I see that happening with Tiana Taylor. Um, if it's not that reboot, then it'll be something within that that realm. Yeah, you named some really good hits that need to be re- that people mm-hmm. don't consider. You know, because a lot of people forget about those type of like movies, and there's so many like really underrated horror movies that people don't know about that they need to do. And they that's why I have this show. <laughs> yep, absolutely. The ones that they know. But like, there's even, I don't know if you guys remember that movie called Dead Dudes in a House. That's one of my favorite movies to watch. It was funny, but it was also freaky in the same sense. I, I don't know that movie. You said yeah. Dead Dudes the in a House? Named Abigail Weatherby, who she was, um, her her tombstone was broken, so she woke up from the dead, and she wanted to, you know, get revenge. Period. Oh, I see it's on Peacock, Tubi, and Plex. Yes. Yay. Yeah, that's why, and like, go along with what you said, Devontae, like, that's the reason why I created this show, because I absolutely feel like there are so many movies out there that don't get the love and recognition that they deserve. Are yes. they always the best films? No, but they still deserve some recognition. Some recognition or somebody take the movie and reboot it and make it better because those are the movies that you can literally look at and be like, what can you do differently? What can um, you do that's going to make this movie pop, that's going to make it better? Yeah, and more than just diversity, right? It's more than exactly. just diversity. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I I don't know. There's there's a lot I wish that we can get done. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, the faculty or um, uh, what is it called? Cursed with um, Christina Ricci. Oh, I love Cursed. Yeah, Cursed was good. Cursed was definitely good. Um, That's one thing I like about like in like the late 90s, like mid to late 90s. That's when we start getting like the whole like um, like the cast with like big names together for like one movie, like a really good movie. Like we don't, Mm -hmm. it's been a while since we had something like that in the horror like genre. Like I'm trying to think, what was the Uh, last I've been wanting a remake to Sleepaway Camp for so long. Oh, I love Sleepaway Camp. I I just I need it in my life, but I need it to be done correctly to honor the original. See, the one thing about Sleepaway Camp though is such with that subject matter of like, especially with the first film, that would not play well with today's group, like today's like audience. You don't think so? Especially, I don't want to spoil it because it's such a, a huge thing that happens in that movie. Uh, yeah, like if you, uh, especially like if you like people around like social media, like a lot of people talked about it, like a movie like Sleepaway Camp would not do so well in today's environment. It would actually I, cause a lot of commotion. Please. I'm all for it, but... I, I think it would be really good. I think it's one of those forgotten about movies. Um, but I, I definitely feel like it would be great, um, especially because, you know, with um, pronouns and, and, and you know, gender, and I just felt like that would fit in perfectly with today's Oh, style. yeah, if they could actually make it well enough to not make it, like, offensive or anything, like the original movie, like, then I'm all for it. I absolutely love the original movie. Did we like Pet Cemetery remake? Uh, some things about it I liked, but overall, as a film, I did not care for it. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you? Um, it was pretty on the nose. So. I know that was like the first movie, like during that year, everyone was like, why they spoiled the twist at the in the trailer, and people are upset about it. <laughs> I can't believe they spoiled it. Why would they do that? You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me why people got pissed off about the cat. That's not why? church. Because they said it didn't. It didn't look like church in the original movie. People were upset about that. For, what? For hocus pocus, right? Oh no! For Pet Cemetery, because <laughs> um, um, that cat—I just—I don't know. For some reason, I just kept calling him Church too, <laughs> and it was—I think it was Binks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zachary. Mm-hmm. Um, Pet Cemetery. You know what? I the, I thought the reboot was actually good. I I was at first I didn't know how I was gonna feel, and I'm like I don't know. This is this is gonna be trash, but it turned out to be pretty decent. I might have to go back and rewatch it. Um, but I was like, I, I had like iffy feelings about it. But yeah, because like the original one, whew, 
<laughs> that was something. Yes, it was. Now, okay, what do y'all feel about um, the It remake? I like chapter one. Agreed. The second it. one, <laughs> no, no, ma'am, no. It was no. a no. It was such a pleasure talking one. to y'all. Uh, <laughs> oh, come here. <laughs> like, okay. The Do same, you know okay. what? I just really was, I wasn't a fan. Of I really wasn't the, a fan. Like, of, of, well, I didn't even bother to see the second one because I felt like the first one was such a trash ass one oh, that on. I didn't want to see it, but... I promised um, one of my friends just the other day I actually was talking to that I would give the movie a shot again. Um, they said that the second one was better. Uh-uh. You guys said the first one was better. So I'm <laughs> going to try my hardest. And I know I will because Mr. Kane is going to actually ask me about it. So I'd rather just go ahead and back. get it over with. Well, because chapter one was really good. And like, it, like if you look back at the uh, the original miniseries from the nineties, oh, everyone agrees the first half of the movie dealing with the kids is the best part of the movie. Now with chapter two of the remake, the saving grace of that movie for me was Bill Hader. Okay. Oh yeah, he was great. That that was like the only saving grace of it. But everything else, I'm just like, this you know what feel I feel right. Like- I feel like the casting was such a cash grab. It that, was. And, and not even their performances were bad because they were not bad. It was just like, it was such a fucking cash grab that it was disgusting. Like, you could have really found some other actors. Like, James McAvoy is a phenomenal actor. Oh my God, hell yes. He's like, trained. Can we just talk about how he did amazing in Split? I would never forget how amazing Oh my was. gosh. He was amazing. How I feel about him is how I feel about Tony Collette. They're both just like so freaking amazing. Okay. Uh, um, James McAvoy, and then what's the redhead girl who I'm so annoyed with? <laughs> oh, what I freak because I always get her confused with another one. Amy Adams, who should have played the role of her character. <laughs> Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. She did. She. Um, you know, celebrities do like uh, they read mean tweets about themselves. <laughs> she ran hers and it said that Jessica Chastain, Jessica Chastain looks like Nicole Kidman's ghost. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <gasps> I had to share it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's hilarious. But um, the black guy was great. That was, that was the old spice. Uh-huh. He was great or whatever. I didn't like they made him a um, uh, was he alcoholic or drug addict? He was the alcoholic. Yeah. I think. It's been a minute since I watched that second part because I too, stopped. Me too. You see? So, um. <laughs> but the opening was nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really well, like for you, But it was nice. <laughs> and to be fair, every time that the way they did Richie was so brutal in this one. I actually feel, oh my gosh, yes. I, <sighs> and now we, get a, blood. now we get a TV series. We and we're getting, coming out. and it's going to be a, we have a prequel, right? The part three is coming, yes. Yeah. 
And there's a dairy TV show, right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, dairy on Let's HBO see, uh, Max. Stephen King don't mind stretching out his shows because Castle Rock, he <laughs> he don't mind getting money for his books. You know what? I have not. Uh, I I feel like you know maybe I need to try to like channel into Castle Rock because I I haven't really watched it yet. It's a slow burn. It's not. It's uh, watching it weekly was rough, but we, if you try to binge it because you have it, it's fine. It's still a, each, even the episodes are slow burn. Okay, I'm gonna try it out. Um, just of season two. I really was not a haunted, and a lot of people are, and I just I. You're not a film of what? I mean, a fan oh, of what? Haunted Hill. Um, is that the first season? I oh, the no House on Haunted. Yes. The Netflix show. Yes. Okay, I'm with you. I I was a like a very B minus for the show. Yeah, so many people I know liked it, and I just I wasn't into it. It didn't sell. Most me. of America loved that season. I like the second season. Yeah. I mean, I mean the third season when they were the church. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Oh, that one was good. Yeah, that's. And it sucks because sometimes I'm like when I get into movies, shows, sometimes even music, sometimes like when I first see it, I don't like it or it might take me a long time to get into it. And then eventually I wind up liking it. <laughs> Have you seen a show called American Gothic? No. Find it. It's... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Not that one. Um, Ash, what show were we talking about? Harper's Island? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I got that uh, on my list still. Add that to your list about Harper's Island, if you haven't seen that. You can send that to me. That would actually be great. <laughs> sure. All righty. So, oh, where... Okay. <laughs> no, you're fine. So, where can my listeners um, uh, check y'all out? Like, if you have any social media plugs or anything you would like my listeners to check out, where can they find y'all? So my social media is Devontia, that's D-V-N-T underscore T-L. Um, and on, that's actually Instagram, I'm sorry, guys. On um, Facebook, you can find me under Devontae Perez. Okay. And what about you, Mr. Kane? You can find me at Taman Kane everywhere. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch. Um, all of that. Tamar came. All right. Hell yeah. And listeners, you can find me on Twitter at Ash to Ashes. That's Ash with the X in middle, Ashes. You can also follow the show's uh, Twitter page at Rise from Dead Pod. And if you have any movie suggestions or any questions, don't hesitate to uh, inbox me. I would gladly uh, respond back to you, check out whatever you want to suggest, and I have a feeling that I might be doing another contest soon, so definitely keep your eyes out on that. But, until then, this was Rise from the Dead podcast. Bye! Bye! Later!